0: This is Isaware, powered by Intersoft Associates. Isaware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice.
1: Welcome back to Isaware. I'm here, as always, with Abe Unger and High Goldstock from Intersoft Associates. And today, guys, uh, we've been talking a little bit lately about uh, migration and the importance of migration and uh, what keeps companies from taking some of the steps that they need to take today I thought we'd be a little more specific and talk about really things to watch out for, things to look out for, uh, pitfalls to avoid, maybe some practical best practices you have in mind if I'm migrating from Visual Fox Pro to. net and we've talked about how Visual Fox Pro is old in the tooth and if you're only now starting to get up to speed with the migration, you know, you might you might have some other things to think about. But Abe, let's start with you. Why can't I just use the built-in migration tools or the easy-to-off-the-shelf migration or automation tools that can make this stuff uh, conceivably just shake hands and I'm on on my way in half an hour? Is that problematic? Is that a best practice for me?
2: So, using an automated tool may be worthwhile just to see if it works, because something that's very, very simple may, in fact, work using one of these tools. But more than likely, there are going to be pieces or components that are just not going to work that way. There may be some third-party components that are being used in some old application that are just not going to migrate to anything new. So, a tool might be able to migrate some of the base, but not necessarily some of these other things. the, 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 there would be other scenarios. I mean, we had once migrated an access application by moving that from access up into a SQL server database. And even that the migration tool was having difficulty in data types and management. So that even something simple can potentially have problems with an automated tool. You do the migration correctly, you know it's going to be okay. Using a tool and trying to find the shortcut, um, usually not, not a good way to go. So that's one of the things that you certainly want to keep in mind and that's just in terms of the conversion not even taking into account some enhancements that you may want to do as part of that process. So, you know, if you're moving an application from old technology to new technology, there may be new features that you can use such as security or anything else that you may may be interested in where a tool itself is just not going to do that. Its job is simply to convert, not enhance. But if you're doing that in a a review process, you can look at some of those things and say, yeah, this really makes sense to enhance this or change this a little bit rather than just go from A to B. And it gives you that opportunity when you're doing that conversion.
1: Hi, I imagine that that's... You know, uh, the easy tools are, as Abe points out, great for easy applications. But I wonder if sometimes they can be an artificial crutch uh, where the thinking is we don't need a professional or, uh, you know, an experienced professional to help us if we just need to flip this switch. And I, I hear part of what Abe talking about is back to our old consistent discussion about the value of consultation, somebody to ask new business questions, discover new business insights to understand what's right for you not just in the technical aspect of this migration, but the uh, sort of long-term perspective. What do you think about that?
3: Um, I I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I view the tools as, you know, kind of putting lipstick on a pig in some regards. Um, It it might be a little better, but at the end of the day, the odds of it working well um, for anything serious you know if you got a small business and you know you gotta do an estimating program or something yeah maybe the tool would you know would would work okay but if you if you have you know a business of any you know consequence where you're doing a, a num you know, a number of things in the softwares helping you manage that um it, it they're go- they're going to be mine mo- it's like a minefield they're, they're going even if it you know starts off looking fine it's not going to w- once you get into it and you run the risk of, you know, trying to accommodate it, trying to make it work, and, and never really, um, you know, spending too much time babysitting the tool than having the tool help you. And and like Abe said, you know, forgetting about you know all of that. You know, you're, you're dealing with a burning platform. If you you're using Fox Pro, you more than likely have an older operating system. Uh, And and as you start upgrading, you know, there are going to be things that that just aren't going to work. And there are so many things that, you know, you can do, you know, build a system that's not going to just, you know, you know, limp along for a few years. Uh, If you're doing something, you know, something serious, if you've got a, you know, uh, a relatively substantial small business, which doesn't mean you're doing 100 million, but, uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think they're just a waste of time in general. I'm sure there are those instances where they work. Um, I'm a bit of a purist, and I view using them uh, pretty much snake oil.
1: Mm. What's Is there a, uh, I don't want to say a danger, but can you find yourself having flipped the switch and taken the easy way out with a bigger mess than you would have ever intended, and now you got to sort of I don't know, go backwards or or untangle something that was a creature of your own design just because you thought it was going to be easier, faster, and here it turned out to be something else. Is that a risk that I take?
0: Isaware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com.
2: Sure, that's a risk. As a matter of fact, I remember a client a number of years ago that did a VB conversion. Um, It was a VB6 to VB.net and used the wizard. Um, And the wizard made assumptions (laughs) Those assumptions were not correct. Um, So you had to go in after the fact and try and debug, whereas it compiled, it was something that the error didn't come up until you actually started using the application. So it was built, it was compiled, it was said, oh, the conversion worked, it it worked well, we're in the new version. And then just the way it was handling variables and doing some of that logic, and it was just a runtime error, and it didn't happen until they started using it. And then all of a sudden, now we're in the new version. We're there, we're using this. Now we have a problem. Now we got to start changing the code and going back and looking at the old code and did it work, did it not work, and that analyzing everything. So all of that time became wasted time.
3: Yeah, but the, the bigger problem, but the bigger problem is if it screws up your data, you've got to go back You know, until you realize that it's screwing up you know, it's one thing is if it screws up right in front of you, that that's real easy. But if you don't know that it's screwing up and you find this out two or three months later, I don't know what data is correct. You know, how do you know you're billing people correctly? I mean, there's just so much data, and you and and recreating it becomes a huge, you know, um, a huge project. You know, with you know, so the risks are, the risks are enormous. And again, you're not getting really the benefit of, you know, an optimal uh, piece of software that's going to, you know, run your business. You know, if you're just, you know, changing from, you know, just, you know, putting a, a, a different suit on, you know, if you're still an old man, you're going to be an old man. <laughs> and, and no matter whether you're wearing a blue suit or a gray suit or a black suit, you might look a little better in a tuxedo, but not much. But, you know, you really want to, you know you, you want a trophy husband. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you want to, yeah, I'm sorry about the analogies, but, but you really, you know, you you really want something that's going to, you know, live with you for years and years and years. And, uh, and, and doing that is just, it, 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 you think it's an easy way out, but, but it, but it really isn't. Uh,
1: what are some of the, um, you know, as, as high as talking about even smaller mid-market companies that are, going to undertake a migration. Uh, what what should I keep in mind or keep top of mind where uh, compliance is concerned, security, and uh, maybe emerging security threats or uh, even redundancies, things that have changed since I would have first uh, built the code, first had access that now I'm trying to migrate. What should I be keeping in mind where those things are concerned? Not just don't break the application, but make sure that you are Uh, I don't know, up to snuff as you should be.
2: Right, so if you're gonna do it, do it once, do it right, Mm. which means going through the process and analyzing that because yes, things have changed. Security has changed. Uh, Years ago, everyone would say, oh, if I'm storing credit card numbers in my little application, not a problem. I'm storing social security numbers in my application, not a problem. (laughs) And if you go old enough, those are open, you know, free text fields. So they're not encrypted. Now you're gonna go ahead and look at that. And from a security perspective, you know, you've got all that information, it's all available. Um, it may or may not be encrypted, but even if it's encrypted, you know, credit card numbers, you're storing them. That, you know, these are the kinds of things that from a security perspective years ago may not have been a problem, whereas in today's day and age, it is. I remember an application that the primary ID of an employee record was their social security number. Mm. And you know, you got that number in the system. That's something that's used, visible, queried, displayed on reports on anything, because it was an ID number. So these are the kinds of things to, to be aware of. Is it's not just getting from A to B. It's you want to make sure that when you're there, you're you're in the good, you're in the clear.
3: But to, to underscore that, um, you know, if you're taking an old, again, just putting a coat of paint on this old on you know, this older application you know you're missing all the things you need to do today you know multi-factor authentication uh and you got to do and you got to do it correctly um it was a big um a big issue uh recently uh where somebody was hacked well he was hacked because the authenticator went to his phone a text message to his phone so the the hacker spoofed his phone it went to his phone yeah, You know, so you got to even multi-factor authentication, you have to do right with all these, you know, you know verifiers, be it email, be it a, um, you know, uh, there, there's Norton and Google. There, there are a bunch of things that are li- linked to your particular phone or some or something else that's unique that someone can't get. But you, you're not going to have that. You're not going to think about it. And that's re- and nowadays, that's really, really, you know, you're really, really vulnerable over there. Um, so there's so many things that you don't want to do, which can cost you a a ton of money and certainly cost you a ton of money just in, in, um, cyber insurance, you know, if you don't have, if you don't have that.
1: And hi, talk to me a little bit about the customer experience, because the big threat that we're all so used to now is. We regret to inform you that we've detected a security breach, and that your, uh, you know, credentials and this, that, and the other thing have been discovered. And we're going to give you a year free of something to help you feel better about it. But the customer experience, aside from the business sort of, I don't know, mechanical aspects of this, when the customer loses confidence in you, you have, that's hard to that's hard to win back. And this area where privacy or security is concerned is intensely sensitive for, for people.
2: Yeah,
3: you, you you feel violated to yeah. some degree when that happens. Uh, you know, I remember back when the earth cooled, uh, when AOL, when people used to dial to AOL and they were getting busy signals. Okay, we can't access it. We have we have an email address. You know, for, for a period of time, AOL. you know, AOL, you know, continued, even though they had all the you know, all the issues. But you know, have one security breach where where you know your your stuff is you know, as fat, you know you're looking somewhere else to go i mean it, it can bring it can bring a company down uh, so especially if you know if you're in you're in the you know, the b2c world you know you directly direct the consumers that's really really tough you know b2b there's a little a little bit more um, uh, knowledge of what's going on and they're a bit more um forgiving i guess is the word i'm looking for but yeah i mean there's there, there, there is no short, no real easy shortcut. You know, there's no, do, you know, get rich quick scheme when it comes to doing the conversion, you know, you got, you, you have to do it right. If you're using old software, you know, you felt your business, you know, would, would benefit by having software and, you know, do it right. And, you know, it'll live on, you know, for years and years and years to come, rather than doing it the, the quick and dirty
2: way.
1: It's great uh, feedback. It's, it's uh, great expertise, and it sums up really nicely, Abe, and what you said. If you're going to do it, do it once and do it right. Uh, Abe Unger and High Goldstoff from Intersoft Associates, thanks as always for your expertise today, guys, on migration and on some of the best practices we should keep in mind. I look forward to our next conversation.
0: Thank you. Take care. Thanks for joining us for Isaware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Isaware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.